When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, the Bitcoin price retains $27,000, but forecasters say a correction is incoming. In breaking news just in, FTX founder Bankman Freed is facing a new charge of bribing Chinese officials with $40 million in crypto. And quoting Max Kaiser from a decade ago, Bitcoin is the proxy for how screwed up these other currencies are. In more breaking news, Hong Kong regulators encourage banks to finance Bitcoin and crypto companies in an effort to become the digital asset. Hub. We'll also be discussing why the CFTC is suing Binance and why it's a bigger deal than the SEC enforcement. We'll also be discussing Van X CEO predicts that bull cycle for Bitcoin and gold and expects the Fed tightening to end soon. We'll also be discussing Bloomberg analysts says a great setup is forming for the King Crypto before the 2024 halving. I'll be breaking down his six-figure Bitcoin price prediction and quoting crypto analyst Philby Philby. Recently, Kathy Wood and Balaji both made claims that Bitcoin could reach $1 million in the relative near future. I wanted to ascertain how realistic these may be based on some modeling. I'll be breaking this down for you as well as his $180,000 target cycle. For this cycle, his target will also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show hey what's good crypto fam this is first and foremost a video show so if you want the full premium experience visit our youtube channel at crypto again that's crypto news alerts.net and welcome everyone just tuning in. This is podcast episode 1234. I am your host, JV, and today is March 28th, 2023. And checking out the market watch, as you can see on your screen, Bitcoin reclaim $27,000. Ethereum is up almost 3%, trading at $1,744. The big gainer for the day is XRP, trading at roughly 50 cents, uh, up about 10% for the day, and pretty modest gains overall as the market continues to pump. And checking out coin market cap. We can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $1.135 trillion with $39.5 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance still on decline at 45.9% with the Ether dominance at 18.8%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Flare up 22% trading above $0.04. Rocket Pool up 13% trading above $45.55. And XRP up again 9% trading just under. 50 cents and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week flares leading the pack up 21 percent rpl up 13.6 percent and we have xrp up 7.9 percent the biggest loser looks like it's hex down 9.1 percent and checking out the crypto greed and fear index one of my favorite indicators we're currently rated a 59 in greed yesterday was a 64 last week a 68 and last month a 51 which is neutral how many of you are currently bullish on the king crypto let me know in the comments, and at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud, giving everyone the opportunity to voice their opinion and be heard. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and checking out the charts. Bitcoin attempted to rescue 27,000 support on March 28th as the dust settled on the U.S. regulatory action against Binance's crypto exchange. 
That's right. You can see here on the Bitcoin one hour candle chart, data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin repeatedly testing that 27,000 mark overnight. Bitcoin has seen downward volatility the day prior as news hit that Binance was at the center of a civil complaint by the CFTC. And I'll be breaking this down in great detail a little later here in the show. The move unsettled the markets with commentators well aware of the crypto firms previously targeted by the authorities in the wake of the FTX debacle and a dedicated response to the complaint, the Binance CEO dismissed the accusations, quoting him here, today, the CFTC filed an unexpected and disappointing civil complaint. Despite our working cooperatively with the CFTC for over two years, he began, upon the initial review, the complaint appears to contain an incomplete recitation of facts, and we do not agree with the characterization of many of the issues alleged in the complaint. Bitcoin nonetheless managed to avoid significant losses with analytics resource skew, suggesting it was Binance holding up to support in an otherwise nervous market. Quoting them here, markets want to puke here, but bid walls on Binance spot preventing that and attracting more perp longs, it seems. Solid bid death between twenty six and $24,000. Now, trader Crypto Tony, meanwhile, added that Bitcoin has succeeded in holding its short-term trading range. Quoting him here, Bitcoin update failed to close below the range low. So for me, I did not enter a head short position alongside my long position yet. For the record, my long I entered a while ago was at a stop loss of 25.5 against it. Looking for a head short on the loss of support zones and for trading resources stock money lizards. There was little to be optimistic about on the shorter timeframes. Quitting him here, short-term TA update, rounding top, decreasing RSI paired with Binance FUD. So there you have it. When someone else says smells like a correction is incoming, let me know if you agree or disagree. And continuing the Binance debate, not everyone was concerned that the exchange would face significant upheaval for the long term. Quoting Pentoshi, today's Binance event is a short term event. Long term, it doesn't matter. And quoting someone else here, uh, crypto has been through hundreds of FUD events like Bitfinex, exploits, China bans, lawsuits, insolvencies, you name it. And yet the market and new participants always return at the end of the day. It's just all about opportunity and Bitcoin continues to shift hands. And quoting uh, Scott Melker, Binance has openly began preparing for a regulatory crackdown. He agreed, describing as fine as the most likely outcome of the proceedings. So there you have it. And breaking news, as I shared, FTX founder Bankman Fried facing a new charge of bribing the Chinese officials with $40 million in crypto. Reading it from uh, it here. Furthermore, the conspiracy and the effect, the illegal objective thereof, the following over act amongst others was committed and caused to be committed abroad and or of November 2021. Samuel Bankman-Fried, a.k.a. SBF, the defendant, and others directed and caused the transfer of at least approximately $40 million in cryptocurrency intended for the benefit of one or more Chinese government officials and in order to influence and induce them to unfreeze the accounts. Now, this is a pretty big deal, another massive uh, fraudulent uh, activity for bribing these Chinese officials, I say Bankman-Fried really misses calling and should have been a politician. You know what I mean? Uh, breaking news in Hong Kong, which we're going to dive into here in a moment. But let me know if you feel that Bankman-Fried is going to be fried, pun intended, uh, from all of these charges. Or you think he is likely to just get a slap on the wrist and evade uh, all of these uh, felonies against him. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And does this surprise you? Doesn't surprise me whatsoever. He's one crooked mofo, to say the least. But yeah, now let's dive into what's happening over in Hong Kong as regulators encourage banks to finance Bitcoin and crypto companies in an effort to become the digital 
Asset Hub. This is pretty cool. In a bid to establish Hong Kong as a leading hub for virtual assets, regulators are convening a landmark meeting between crypto firms and the bankers. Yeah, that's right. The meeting is primarily focused on streamlining financing for the sector with the aim of facilitating greater ease of access to funding for crypto-related ventures. On April 28th, a roundtable discussion is set to take place at the Hong Kong Monetary Authority. So shout out to Hong Kong. I've been there before. Let me know if you guys have ever been there. I had to do a visa run there when I was living in China back in 2010, 2011. Had a great time, by the way. The purpose of the discussion is to enable direct dialogue and exchange practical experiences and perspectives on the opening and maintenance of bank accounts. The upcoming event is set to be a collaborative effort between Hong Kong Monetary Authority and the Securities and Futures Commission, both of which are responsible for overseeing stablecoins and crypto exchanges. Hong Kong has been making strides towards becoming a dominant player in the world of crypto. The city has laid out a comprehensive plan to achieve this goal, which includes the development of a regulatory framework for digital assets and the establishment of licensing uh, regime for cryptocurrency exchanges. Now, Hong Kong's government is also exploring the potential of blockchain technology to enhance the efficiency and security of various industries. With these initiatives, Hong Kong is poised to become a major hub for cryptocurrency innovation and investment. So there you have it. Shout out to Hong Kong. I believe the Bitcoin game theory is in full effect as countries and places around the world continue to adopt it. If you don't adopt it, ultimately, you're going to get left behind. Now, let's dive deeper into the latest saga with the CFTC versus Binance, what this truly means for the industry. The United States CFTC sued crypto exchange Binance for trading the derivative or yeah, for trading and derivative law violations. The lawsuit filed March 27th yesterday alleged that the global crypto exchange offered its derivatives trading services to U.S. customers without applying for a derivatives license. The lawsuit from the commodities watchdog in the U.S. took many by surprise with market observers and reporters claiming it to be a political move. Eleanor Tarrett, a Fox News reporter tweeted that sources close to the CFTC suggest the commodities regulator decided to go for a lawsuit to show the SEC that this is a commodities issue rather than a security ones, uh, quoting her here. New, according to uh, sources familiar with the CFTC lawsuit, was dropped on Binance without warning, similar to Coinbase's well-notice. Some industry professionals believe this was a political move by the CFTC to show the SEC that this is a commodities issue, uh, and then a rather than a securities one. They also say Vegas odds have the SEC rushing out a similar lawsuit against Binance as a counter. You can't make this stuff up, folks. The lawsuit accuses Binance of prioritizing commercial success over regulatory compliance. It said that Binance disregarded applicable federal laws while boosting Binance's U.S. customer base. The U.S. regulator accused Binance CEO CZ of seven violation of the Commodity Exchange Act and controlled foreign company rules. And apart from the regulatory violations, the suit also specifically targets Binance's U.S. trading arm Merit Peak and Binance US. The CFTC alleged that Binance and its affiliated entities are a common enterprise with an ultimate beneficial owner under the direct control of uh, CZ. And in the suit, the CFTC demanded Binance and CZ should be banned from engaging in any conduct described in this case, such as trading on registered entities, holding any commodity in 
interest or directing any trading of digital assets. The CFTC also wants Binance to pay back the trading profits, revenues, salaries, commissions, loans, and fees derived from U.S. pensions and pay civil penalties for the violations. The CFTC lawsuit against Binance is a big deal for the crypto industry, given its general belief that the CFTC doesn't pursue small crypto players without merit. This was evident in the Bitfinex case back in 2018, in which the crypto exchange settled for a hefty fine in 2021. Now, Adam Cochran, a crypto observer, reiterated a similar stance, saying the CFTC doesn't go after small, frequent cases like the SEC, adding that it's a different beast and its cases are often fatal. And in a Twitter thread, he commented that an early evidence gathered by CFTC would prove fatal for Binance. And he added that Binance could either fight the case in the U.S. or settle it outside the court, but in all likelihood, it would be forced to seize operations in the United States. So there you have it. I mean, the crypto crackdown, we already knew about it. I mean, since the takedown of FTX, or should I say since the collapse of their Ponzi, they've been pointing fingers at CZ and Binance. You had Kevin O'Leary pointing fingers. You had SBF, you know, trying to say, don't look here. It's all due to him pointing the fingers. So this doesn't take me by surprise, but it is what it is at the end of the day. You got to be careful with all centralized exchanges because none are safe. I think regulators are can continue to go after the largest exchanges in the world and continue to shake them down as there is nothing new under the sun. But how do you feel this will likely play out for the greater good of the crypto community? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Uh, Van X CEO predicts bull cycle for Bitcoin and gold and expects the Fed tightening to end soon. We shall soon see, right? Van Eck, CEO of investment firm Van Eck, shared his prediction regarding gold and Bitcoin in a new interview on CNBC last week. His firm has $69 billion in assets under management, making them one of the larger asset managers in the world, with the largest being BlackRock, obviously, Fidelity, another major player. When asked whether gold at its present level should be viewed as an investment or a temporary trade that may yield additional profits, here's what he had to say. We're at the very beginning of what could be a several-year gold cycle, and I also put Bitcoin in that category as well. Let me know if you agree or disagree with them. And he also says, finally, as a gold investor, you've been rewarded over the last couple of weeks. Weakness in the banking system and gold rallied. That's why you own gold. The executive continued. The Van Eck CEO further explained that it could be a two-year cycle because he believes that the Fed is close to the end of their tightening. The executive added, the market is worried about now about the consequences and it could take a year or more for those consequences to roll through the commercial real estate market, the banking and lending dynamics, and maybe we have a shallow recession, he elaborated, and at some point, the Fed is going to start erasing, and that's when gold is really going to party. And discussing gold and Bitcoin, here's what he had to share. I think all the speculation is out of both of those markets. Van Eck pointed out to the Bitcoin price, nearly surging 70% this year, outperforming all the other assets, and has rewarded the people that own Bitcoin for that thesis of wanting to hedge in their portfolio. And last month, Pantera Capital said, we are already in the next bull market cycle for Bitcoin. And last week, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by 25 basis points. Some people expect the Fed to cut rates soon, including billionaire Jeffrey Gunlock. However, the Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, stated that rate cuts are not in the Fed's base case. And economist Peter Schiff said the Fed was already returned to quantitative easing, whether they admit it or not. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with some of that analysis. And now breaking down our next story of the day, let's discuss the latest from Bloomberg and their $100,000 Bitcoin 
price prediction before we dive into the latest from Philby Philby regarding that $1 million prediction from Balaji and Kathy Wood, as well as his $180,000 price prediction for this cycle peak. So here we go. Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Macro Strategist McGlone says the stage is being set for a strong Bitcoin performance next year. Let's go. In a new interview with Scott Melker, McGlone says Bitcoin's having event plus a series of other fundamental developments are set to boost the flagship crypto in 2024. Bitcoin undergoes a halving every four years when the newly issued supply of Bitcoin is reduced by half. And then the event has historically coincided with the Bitcoin bull markets. Quitting him here, the key thing is what stops the trajectory in the big picture trying to play for these 10,000 moves. I guess, well, that's a big amount of Bitcoin now can make you lose your hair. The bottom line is astute investors, institutions on the planet all realize every day that goes by is they need part of this asset. I think by the time we get to 24, the year 2024, that having, we're going to be talking about a pretty severe recession, all politics leaning Republican, at least presidential. And it's just going to be a great setup next year. I'm really looking forward to it. And in the term, near term, McGlone says he is not totally bullish on Bitcoin yet and is waiting to see the performance of the S&P 500. He says the S&P is a reliable measure of the volatility of other risk assets like Bitcoin, quoting him again here. The current trajectory is Bitcoin is showing it's becoming more of a global digital reserve asset and potentially a store of value as the stock market volatility is high. The key thing is, let's say S&P is making a new low and heads towards 3,000. Let's see how Bitcoin reacts. It'll be wonderful if it doesn't go below 20,000, but we got to see. I don't know. Long term, as we get through this period, there'll be a more significant signals that Bitcoin is going to go up to $100,000. I'm too bearish on the stock market. The number one measure of beta beta of risk assets on the planet is the S&P 500. I am still too bearish on that. To be bullish on Bitcoin, I just got to see how it pans out. So there you have it. And to watch this video, he did check the show notes below the video in the description. And now let's break down the latest with Philby Philby and his analysis on this $1 million price prediction from Balaji and Kathy Wood. This is a very detailed thread. So let's break it down. Here we go. When using days from the Bitcoin halving, we can see that Bitcoin peaks at around 368 to 550 days post-halving and then bottoms out 779 to 914 days post cycle. And shout out to Philby Philby, by the way, using the Bitcoin cycle high and low prices, we can derive the well-known Bitcoin price curve and upper and lower values, both of which have a power line of best fit with an R2 or 99%, which is outlined in that graph. Let's make an assumption. Bitcoin price behaves in a cyclical nature, largely defined in terms of time by the Bitcoin halving, which has a following period of price exuberance and subsequent decline, which happens on a timely basis, largely dictated by the halving itself by combining Combining expected having dates and days to cycle tops and cycle bottoms alongside extrapolated regression of price data, it's possible to use this model in predicting where Bitcoin price may reside at the peak and trough of future cycles. It looks like this as you can see in that chart. And assuming Bitcoin peaks and troughs in a similar fashion to before, here's the key outcomes for the next two cycles based off of this model, $200,000 in 2025 and $500,000 in 2029. Just how reasonable are these prices? An obviously well-contested area of debate. Let's look at the recent developments. As we know, Bitcoin was created after 08 as an answer to the banking crisis as a decentralized hard money asset with a fixed monetary policy. Recently, while silver gate and SVB collapse. Bitcoin saw price appreciation as a flight to safety. Why is this important? Wealth is a mid-transfer from the boomer generation to the millennials who look 
to protect their assets like all other generations. They're likely to do this via means they are familiar with. An example, digital means. Tom Leah Fundstrat explains this brilliantly in 2018 and in this video is still one of the best investment thesis examples, which I still share to this day. I urge you all to watch it. Let's talk about gold. The gold market cap is effectively unknown as the total quantity of gold is unknown, but it is estimated to be around $13 trillion. For reference, to capture this entire market, Bitcoin would reside at around $670,000 per coin. And if we assume millennials adopted a digital store value in gold was dropped entirely, $670,000 would roughly be the value of Bitcoin today. So we know that Bitcoin has room to grow, but will it replace gold entirely? Unlikely. Gold has commercial properties, which Bitcoin does not. However, Bitcoin also has properties gold does not. An example, it's easily transferable and difficult to confiscate. Gold as a flight to safety is a bit of an enigma. It has not meaningfully broken higher since 2011, yet the money supply has increased 132% over the same period. Makes great point. This means that there is a detachment between the inflation of money and the value of risk assets backing up that money, which is debt. Therefore, if we assume that the risk off assets are underpriced, it is reasonable to assume that a correction may occur, particularly in times of heightened risk, which is arguably why gold looks set to break out higher towards $3,000. Let me know if you agree. Now, over time, I suspect two things will happen, a repricing of risk and therefore the assets, which represent risk off, and a shift from physical to digital in the same way we have seen with everything else. Put the two together, and it would suggest increasing the market share of Bitcoin in an increasing value pool, undergoing repricing. So let's address the questions around the $1 million Bitcoin prediction. According to the model, Bitcoin would hit $1 million no sooner than 2032. Kathy Wood is probably making similar assumptions as this model. They are not unreasonably uh, unreasonable, and it is effectively within the realms a possibility. Personal thoughts. Bitcoin is likely to see a taper in effect with its price over time, which is only natural and to be expected as there is a ceiling. And I do not think that we have yet seen a systemic shift towards digitally stored value, despite being on course to do so. My gut feel is that the bottom of the curve is more reliable and a better assessment of value and would be a better place for most long view investors to be placing their focus, the rising tide. And he ends it with this. I recently stated $180,000 is the target next cycle. I will stick to that for now. And I hope you found this interesting. Let me know if you did. And so let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst, Philby Philby. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.